Hello and welcome to My Life, My Journey podcast, the show that talks about mental health issues and the battles that I faced. People say that men need to speak up and so here I am and with this podcast to do just that along with all of the amazing guests that I have on this show. Stay tuned. Also, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at My Life, My Journey podcast. Let's go. This podcast isn't to be used to act as a substitute for mental health counselling and I am not a therapist in any way, shape or form. I'm just here giving you ways in which I dealt with my mental health. Hey guys and welcome to My Life, My Journey podcast, the podcast that talks about mental health and all of the other issues that we have in between on our daily day lives day-to-day lives, day-to-day lives, day-to-day, that will work. <laughs> um, right, so today is a bit of a question, a Q&A if you like, that I've been sent questions from the listeners and I thought I will, I will do that. Now, I'm not going to mention names of who sent these questions in just because you know, anonymity and all of that. I want people to to feel safe in this space. Um, just to update all of you as well, um, I've actually just signed on to a course, um, which was a fully funded course, actually. And I'm just going to pull up the email because I want to get everything right that I'm about to say. Because if there's anyone out there now that is looking to develop themselves by educating themselves and getting a, you know, well, I'm going for a level two. Okay. And it's through the skills network and it is fully funded. Don't have to pay anything. It literally is all in your own time at your own home. And all you need to do is, is basically complete the assessments. Um, the one that I'm currently undertaking at the moment, if I can find it, is, where is it? It's Heart Learning and Development that have funded my course. So big shout out to those guys and a massive shout out to the Skills Network. Um, my course, I'm just trying to find, because there is it is a name and I don't want to ruin the name on, on here, if you know what I mean. So sorry if I'm rambling a bit, but I'm frantically searching through my phone here we go so i'm doing a level two certificate in self-harm and suicide prevention course at heart learning and development now just going through it yesterday through the learner tabs and starting to do the assignments there was one thing that i picked up on and it was to do with self-harm and why people self-harm. And it, I had a totally different perspective, um, why people do it. And this course has shown me that my perspective was wrong. And what I mean by wrong is they're not doing it because they want attention. And that was my perspective all along. I, I'd always thought, yeah, if they're doing it, they're obviously after a bit of attention. They're not. They, they are, but they're not, if that makes any sense. So 
I'll give you a scenario. If you, if, if there's a girl in, in a bedroom and she's home on herself and a dad walks by the room and happens to see this going on, the dad in question may say, stop that right now. What are you doing? Yeah, that sort of scenario. But what's actually going on in the girl's head, from what I've found out on this course is, is why don't you ask me why I'm doing it? Why is the reason I'm doing this? What, what's behind all of this that's making me cause this pain? And it just threw me away. So I've, I've, I've done part of the assignment now on that because that's due uh, Wednesday, next Wednesday. Same day this comes out, actually. My assignment's due, so wish me luck. Um, so, yeah, it's very eye-opening. And hopefully at the end of it, I can help prevent self-harm and, and suicide. So I'm taking it very, very seriously. Um, but I just wanted to give them a shout out really at the Skills Network. If you are based in the UK, this is this is this is literally to the UK listeners, sorry, USA and the rest of the world. Because uh, I know I've got quite a few listeners over in various in various countries. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you where all the listeners are because I know they're listening now. So I might as well give their give their place a, a shout out if you like. Um if I can this is really bad today. I'm normally very organised in what I'm doing, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but it shows that today I'm not. So, yeah, let's have a look. So, United Kingdom, United States, Australia, Canada, Mexico, Philippines, Portugal, Nigeria, Turkey, and Poland. Welcome. You're all listening. How has this podcast got that far? How have you... How has it reached you guys all across the world? So, massive respect. Thank you so much for... Um, for joining in and uh and listening to the podcast that I started back in April um and following me on this journey of self-discovery and, and getting experts in to speak about things and that's a new thing as well. I've now got a new booking system. So guests can now book in at a time and date that that suits those guys and it will send me an email with their booking and it also adds it to my calendar so I know what time that the guest is coming on. And it also gives me a brief description of, of what they're here to talk about in regards to topics for you guys. Obviously, there's a, there, there is a filter system there. So I want to make sure we're getting the right guys onto the podcast. I don't just want any old person on. No disrespect to that. What I mean is it's got to be the right type of person to tell the right type of topic that people can relate to. So people can take away the information that they've just heard and put it to good use, so to speak. Um, again, I have to say I'm not a therapist, so I'm not here to therapize anybody. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life or what to take, what medication to take, who to go and speak. Look, there's medical people out there for that. Okay, so that's why I have a disclaimer at the start of this podcast. I bet you're all fed up of me saying that, but I have to say that to protect myself as well, because if I'm not a doctor or therapist, then why will I say I am? Because I'm not. So that's why that's there. <sighs> anyway, it's been a long, long day. I've been up since four in the morning, trucking around, um, all the way up to the Liverpool ports today to drop off some containers and bring a container full of food back. And I'll tell you what food I was bringing back today, actually. It's um, breakfast bars is what I had today on the container, full to the brim of breakfast bars, healthy breakfast bars. Although some would say they're full of sugar, <laughs> so no comment, but I've not been having them because I'm in the gym. So I'm doing my gym workouts, I've lowered my sugar content and my intake of that, 
I'm eating quite cleanly. I'm, I'm watching what I'm doing and I'm working out hard. Oh, that was my daughter. <laughs> Let me put that on silent because you lot don't obviously want to hear, hear that. Let me just text my daughter back to say, yeah, that's fine. She's with a friend, so. Okay, let's put that on silence. I want to keep the signal on because obviously it's my family. I need to make sure. Um, no. Where was I? Oh, she's still texting back. <laughs> Kids, eh? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's all going on. So hopefully within 12 weeks time, I'll have a level two certificate and then I can change my disclaimer to say, I have a level two. Yay. So I'm doing something about it. The next course I'm going to be looking at is the Mental Health in the Workplace Act, because I want to be able to put that on my CV as well to show potential employers. I mean, I'm quite happy where I am, but you know, it's just one of those things to put on my CV and to say that, look, I've got mental health training within the workplace. So if there is any any workers in there that do need a little bit of support, then obviously I'm there. Um, also, I would like to, to, to point out as well that anybody listening to this podcast, just, just remember that there may be conversations that could create triggers for people listening and the moment you guys are triggered, I, I strongly advise you stop what you're doing straight away and go and seek the help that you need straight away. In the UK, we've got Samaritans and they're just a, a phone call away and they will, they're all volunteers and they will help uh, in the situation that you're currently in. Obviously, we don't go out of our way to try and trigger people because that's not what we want. There's things that I'm triggered by and I've got my own triggers and I've got my own coping mechanisms around being triggered and how to stop it. But I also understand there's a lot of people out there that perhaps haven't got that coping mechanism in place. They're perhaps still struggling quite hard. So if that is, you are triggered by any conversation within any of the episodes within this podcast, then please do stop straight away and just get the help that you need. Because the, the end game is we want you to be safe. We want you to be safe. And the thing is, that what I've learned with this course so far as well, in regards to suicide, it's a big word. It's also very powerful what happens and, and what happens when people attempt or, or do it. Oh, it could be... in like an involuntary suicide, you know, drink driving, dying by overdosing on drugs kind of thing. Well, indirect suicide, if you like. But it does say on there, do not be shy to speak about it in front of a person that is suicidal, which I thought, oh, you know, but this is what's in the course. Don't be shy to speak about it. Make sure it's open and, and give these guys a safe space to speak and just listen. So that was another thing that that I've picked up on this course. Um, I don't know too much into it because I've only just started the course. I'm not going to go too in-depth on here, if you know what I mean, because, again, I don't want to trigger anybody. Um, but it did say that quite um, a lot of people that do attempt it don't actually want to die. They just want an escape. And that's where we have to try and step in to prevent it. <clears throat> Sorry about that try and prevent it and, and, and stop, you know, stop them from doing the inevitable because there's no coming back from that. So 
I made obviously a few notes on that. I actually was doing questions, weren't we? You know, I'm rambling off. <laughs> you know how I am. But um, but no. So basically, I'll tell you from what I've been learning anyway. So at the moment, in 2020, the most common methods of suicide in England and Wales for both males and females was hanging, uh, strangulation and suffocation, all age grouped together. And this accounted for 58.1% of all suicides in 2020. 3,036 out of 5,022 registered deaths. And the second most common method of suicide was poisoning, accounting for 19.9% of all suicides in 2020. I was very amazed and shocked at those those numbers. That's quite staggeringly high. Um, so I'm quite happy that I've come onto this course to try and prevent it because we need to stop those numbers growing. We need our young people and and older people to, to stop. So we've got to help where we can. We've got to listen where we can. And we've got to stop being judgmental um, because... There's a lot of reasons. I mean, other reasons people may attempt suicide or self-harm. It could be pressures at school or work, could be bullying, could be sexual, physical or emotional abuse, abrevement, homophobia, biphobia, transphobia, breakdown of a relationship, loss of job, an illness or health problems, low self-esteem and increasing stress and difficult feelings such as depression, anxiety, anger and numbness. And sometimes people talk about self-harm as attention-seeking behaviour. If people make comments like this, it can leave the self-harming individual feeling judged and alone. In reality, a lot of people keep their self-harm private. And it can be painful to have their behaviour misunderstood in this way. And the different types of self-harming that I've found on this course is cutting or burning their skin, pinching, hitting themselves, poisoning themselves with tablets or toxic chemicals, misusing alcohol or drugs, deliberately starving themselves or binge eating, exercising too much. It's, it's my, I mean, when you see numbers like this, so over 700,000 people take their lives each year. That is one person every 40 seconds. And the information was provided by the World Health Organization. 115 people die by suicide in the UK every week, with 75% of those deaths being male. Now, why do we think it's male? Males don't talk. Males do not openly share information about how they're feeling to their peers. And this is facts, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is facts. Women, although women do obviously are in this statistic as well obviously not with the 75 percent the others made up by females but the difference here is that women do have a great support network they they can talk they they, they women like to talk they get things off the chest and it does help and that's where men are missing out we we don't talk we just don't we bottle it up inside and then that's what happens with the 75 percent of males and that's why that's happening we don't talk uh, one in five people have suicidal thoughts. One in 14 people self-harm. One in 15 people attempt suicide. And males aged 45 to 49 have the highest suicide rate. And that information comes from the Samaritans. 10% of young people self-harm. 
the information comes from Mental Health Foundation. So that is basically the start of my assignment. This is the stuff that I've been picking up and I have been utterly blown away by the statistics. The men, I understand, we don't talk. This is why this podcast is made. This is the reasons behind it. We need men to start talking. If you've got any men in your life right now, just tell them that you're there. Get them the help that they need. Get, try and get them to talk. Spark up a conversation. You know, whether it's your dad, your brother, your granddad, your friend, your male friend, your partner, whether it's romantic or if it's, you know, friendship. Try and get those men in your lives to talk, to save those guys so they're around for a very long time. Do the right thing today. All right, so some questions then. So, like I said, I'm not going to give out the names of people that's, that's messaged me. I want to keep it anonymity for those guys. So, I've got these all down here. Close question. What inspired you to speak out about your mental health struggles? The thing that inspired me to speak out about it, a little bit like what we just said a minute ago about males, is I'm a man. I bottled everything up until 2017, and then it nearly went peaked on. So I got the help. And once I received the help, well, yeah, if I didn't really... I didn't want to stay on the tablets, so I went off those against the doctor's orders. I know that. Um, but that's just because... I feel like I can do this without that. I can do it. I've got, I've got the strength inside to do that. And that's just perhaps just, just me being me. That's my character. So I self-medicate by looking and reading up books and speaking to people. And I've opened up. I no longer bottle anything up. And um, I just literally just, just speak. I speak. And the podcast, the reason why I wanted to come out with this is, is, is for the podcast which is, you know, this is free. I'm not paid to do this. And I just wanted to give my voice because if I can do it as a man, hopefully I can spur other men on to talk about their problems and hopefully it can save save a life today. And, that, and that's, the, that's the main reason why I wanted to start this podcast. Okay, so next question. What do we got here? Um... Oh, there's a few. <laughs> Don't really want to talk about childhood, so I'm, not, I'm going to leave that message. Um, what advice would you give to someone who is struggling with mental health issues but doesn't know where to turn for help? First thing I'd do with that, if they wanted any advice, I will let them know about what I went through because I think they can relate to that. You can speak to somebody that's been through it easy, far easier than you can speak to a loved one or or anyone like that. So strangers are really good. You can speak to strangers because, well, I could. It felt like, yeah, I can speak to strangers. I feel like quite quite safe. Even though the word stranger is quite a negative word, when you're suffering, it's quite a good thing in my head. You know, for me, it was it was good. 
because they didn't know me, didn't know my background. I could speak to them quite openly, knowing maybe not everybody else is going to find out kind of thing. I felt quite safe. So I'd say that, get things off your chest, write things down, and then go and try and seek the help that you need. Now, if that means if you're too scared to call people like the Samaritans or, or you know, the NHS health service or wherever you are in the world, whatever service you've got on board, go and get that help that you need because you all deserve love. You all deserve to be here. You all deserve to have the help that you desire. You are normal. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just the way our brains work. And sometimes our thoughts can take over our own heads. And we, we ultimately think, oh, we're not worth it. We're worthless. We're, we're never going to amount to anything. We're rubbish. We're scum of the earth. There's nothing we can do. It's the wrong way of thinking. It's the mindset. So go out there, go and get yourself the help that you need. And I promise you at the end of that, that journey, you'll be a far much stronger and better person as well inside your own head. You'll start to love yourself again. So that's what I would say with, with that. Um, uh, what other questions have we got here? So, Is there anything you wish people understood better about mental health? Yeah, there is, actually. And, and I've said this quite a few times, actually. If, if, if I was to go into work with a cast on my arm or my leg, people straight away would know that I've got a broken arm or leg and will offer me so much support. Oh, let me get the door for you. Or let me carry those bags for you. But when I'm walking around with mental illness... And you guys should be able to relate to this. It's invisible. Nobody can see it. You're smiling, but behind your smile, you're crying. You, your insides are really upset. You need, you need love. You need a cuddle. You need a big hug. And to be told it's going to be all right. Um, so I would, I would personally like people to start to realise that mental health is actually a real thing and not to be judged. Although mental health is now starting to get out there and starting to be seen as a as an actual thing and now money's being thrown at it to try and raise awareness around this, I still feel that there are still pockets of stigma around where they where they make fun of it. Oh, I've got mental health, so I'm allowed to be a jerk all day. I don't like that type of comment because people do have mental health. Back in the day... During wars, people had mental health, even though I've heard older people say we had nothing like that in our day. You did. You just didn't have the research back then. You're telling me you can go to war and not not get PTSD after seeing your mates blown up and stuff. That That's trauma. That is trauma. That is something that you cannot unsee. So, so yeah, I wish people respected people with mental health not respected in as in saying like you must respect people with mental health no i don't mean that but what i mean is respect the illness respect that it's real because one day it could happen to you um because it almost feels if you're in mental health it's almost i use the term that this is my terminology so i feel as if i'm stuck inside my mind and when i'm screaming no words are coming out, if that makes any sense to anybody. That's, 
how it feels for me being with mental health illness. It feels like I am trapped inside my own body and I'm trying to scream as loud as I can to people around me to say, I need help. I need help right now. I need help. I need support. But there's no words that come out. And what comes out is a smile on the face because it's your body's way of trying to protect itself. So yeah, I'd, I'd, if you've got mental health, I think, I think I want it to be made more known that it is a real, real problem within the community. I mean, those numbers there of self-harming and suicide are absolutely staggering. That's ridiculously high. So if that's not real, then what is? Because that's crazy. To lose that many people is absolutely ridiculous. We need to get this sorted now. We need more money pumped into the system to, to, to stop this thing from happening. And we need more people um, training, as I am. I'm practicing what I preach. I'm trying to do it. I'm giving it up. I'm giving my time up on days to try and get me educated and get this level two for this particular thing. So hopefully one day in the future, not hopefully, it's the wrong word. I'm a bit crap with words sometimes, as you perhaps all know. What I'm saying is in the far future, if I come across somebody trying to do something, hopefully I'm there and I, I can... I can stop it from happening is what I'm trying to say. Ah. <laughs> right. Sorry, but I'm super, super tired. But I didn't want you guys to wake up on a Wednesday morning and say, well, where's the podcast? There was supposed to be a guest on today as well. Um, I've been let down three times now from people coming onto this uh, podcast, saying that they're coming on, they've booked it in. I've been all excited, getting ready for it. And then no shows. And I never wanted to say that on here and let people know that I've been let down. But yeah, the last three times. So the London one was because of a letdown or no show, shall I say. In England, we say let down. <laughs> um, last week was a letdown for John's bar- birth, uh, barbecue. That's why I recorded live. I thought, you know what? I've got my friends with me. I'll record with them instead. They're there. I'll do that. And that's what I did. Um, because I work all day from four in the morning and then I record at six in the afternoon on a Friday. So you can imagine I'm, I've been up, you know, 10 hours or 10 hours. What? How long? 10, six, no, four, 12, 13, 14 hours before I start to record this. And then to not have a no, then to have a no show come to the podcast is really irritating because you've, I've been up far too long to then not have anybody show up. That, that does hurt. That, that's a bit of an insult for me, if I'm being honest. Um, and it's happened again today. Hooray. Like I say, I respect the people, so I won't mention their names who's let me down out of respect to those guys because I'm not an arsehole. Um, but at the same time, I'll make sure that you guys have still got the podcast coming out. Now, I am booked up until November, so fingers crossed. Let's hope all the rest of the guys show up for you guys. Uh, or at least give me a reason why they're not coming in because I've not actually had a reason why three of these people haven't turned up so yeah brilliant yay all rightio let's move on um so a question here what causes mental health problems i don't know i don't know what causes mental health problems for me it was feeling 
like I've bottled quite a lot up inside. Um, I had a lot of pent up anger inside that I didn't know how to escape or let it escape because obviously I weren't talking about it and clearing my chest and getting it off my chest. Therefore having a, you know, clutter free life. So for me, it was the background. It was my life. It was the job. It was being bullied during school. It was ex-girlfriends. It was just everything in my life that were going wrong. And I didn't know how to cope with it. And that led me to being severely depressed with anxiety. That's what led to my mental health problems. For you listening, it could be something totally different. I'm not going to make assumptions. Obviously, I know what type of things could have caused it, but I'm not going to say it here because I don't want to trigger anybody. But for me, that's what caused it for me. There was a lot of stuff in my life that I just couldn't cope with. I couldn't cope. It felt too much. It felt overwhelming. And I didn't know what to do. And and that's what created my mental health situation because ultimately I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't speak about it. I felt embarrassed about telling people that I've got issues and I've got problems and I need help. As a man, I couldn't. It was like, no, I'm a man. I must walk around and every other man I see, they're walking around and they're holding it together. Maybe they're not. Maybe behind all that, bravado, they're struggling just as much. But they may be better at coping with it or they might not be as good as coping it. Maybe they're just good at hiding it. But I hid it. Up until 2017, I hid it. It was gone. No one knew about it. Only me. You know, so, yeah, that's what caused my mental health, by bottling things up because I couldn't cope. Ah. Right. So, I'm going to end it here. Just want to thank everybody for joining me today. Um, please do share this podcast to your friends and um, please please get it out there and help me get this as big as I can because I want as many people that are suffering to get to hear basically to get to listen to some of the people on here like the doctors and the clinicians that come on this podcast because I do believe it may help them so please 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 share the podcast share the show it doesn't cost anything just get it out to the right people that's all I'm asking Get it out to the right people. Make sure it's heard. And if you can, like the Facebook page. You don't have to if you don't want to. But if you can, it's My Life, My Journey Podcast on Facebook. On Instagram, it's My Life underscore My Journey Podcast. And if you yourself feel like you're ready to talk and you do want to come on this podcast, then please do reach out to me via Facebook or Instagram and send me an instant message. And I will then send you a link to my bookings page where you can book in your own time and day when it suits you. And we'll get you on to speak about your your story and let other listeners um, hopefully be inspired by what you're saying. Um, I am trying to get a professional meditation coach to come on. That's in the pipeline. There is one booked in, third of November, I believe, is coming on. Um, or um who's been trained up for i think it's quite some time um i won't go into it yet because i want to keep the name surprise 
but this person's been doing it for a very long time. They are professional and they're going to come on here and talk about meditation and how it helps, the benefits of it as well, and how you can incorporate it in your day-to-day lives to hopefully try and center you and give you a bit of peace. And that, that's it. That's, that's what this podcast is about. It's, it's about trying to give everybody a safe space, vulnerability, and if you are vulnerable, the respect that you deserve for being vulnerable and putting in a vulnerable position and opening your story. Right, guys, that's it for this week. Thank you and take, take care. Please do take care and make sure you come back next Wednesday. Bye for now. Anyway, guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode, and I thank you very much for joining me. If you have enjoyed today's show, then please share, rate, and review. And if you wish to connect with me, then please do so by connecting to either the Instagram page, just search My Life, My Journey Podcast, or even now we're on Facebook, so search at My Life, My Journey Podcast and connect to me on there. If you'd like to have a chat, we can have a chat and we can discuss things about if you wanted to come onto the show, anything like that. Just reach out, spread the love. Remember guys, our stories may help somebody that is suffering in silence right now. Until then, have a great day and I'll see you all next time.